What up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of KM Video Live Streams and Podcasts. Did anybody see my Raiders? We kicking ass. I'll tell you my other team, the Cardinals. We kicking ass. We don't be playing, you know? They, no, I ain't going to say that because y'all get mad. If I say the Cardinals and the Raiders be in the Super Bowl, you guys will start tripping. You know, it's my Mookie best jersey, man. Best so, play on the Dodgers. Who that's the best move the Dodgers made when the Dodgers brought in best? Oh, Cam yeah. Max told me earlier that's the best uh, outfield in baseball, best player in baseball. And when Cam Mack told me that, I said, Oh, damn, because I really didn't follow our uh, best that much. I was mad at him about the World Series, right? But then Cam Mack told me how tough he was. I said, Oh, okay, let me start following since he had Dodgers, and it worked out. Well, you know what I mean? Kevin, yeah. I got a question. Yes, sir. Who do you think the Lakers going to get uh, as a, 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 a point guard? Who do you think they're going to get? I have no idea. Who bro. you want them to get? I haven't even thought about it. Okay, I've been looking on YouTube because they be having, like, the dude for Indiana. Um, a whole bunch of different guards. The one for uh, New Orleans. What's the name? Uh, he got the brothers. What's the name? You, you know who they won't get, but who? might not be bad. The other ball, the mellow ball. Oh, yeah. Somebody got it because he's going one, he two, going, three. Yeah, he's going top like Minnesota. Probably yeah, they don't get it. But no, but his dad just said, I just read it today. His dad said he do not want him to play for the Lakers. That I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, he said he don't want his dad, he don't want him a mellow player with the Lakers. That's the area. Well, so we, we just going to act like the Rams didn't lose to the Dolphins today? I, you know what, you guys, I bet the four tickets and each ticket had the Rams on it. So when the Rams lost, that lost all my tickets, you know, because I just knew the Rams going to beat Miami. Come on now. Rams, uh, they were supposed to dust them off. I picked them on. Uh, you picked the first half points. I picked the rounds on that. I picked them to win. And I had them on all my tickets. If I didn't lose them, I lost them all my tickets. Was you talking about Collison? Yeah, not Collison. The one from my New Orleans, the little black dude got his brother's play. Uh, damn. Well, we need anybody. The guy for the New Orleans, they, the point car. Yeah, it was like 1890. I was reading about it today. Uh, I can see him in my mind. He got he got a brother to play, a couple of brothers. Them stiffs, we had anybody be upgraded. What's his name? The little black dude from New Orleans. I have no idea, bro. If I say his name, you'll name his brothers too. They all play, y'all. Uh, um, I'm just sitting here thinking about uh Jeannie Bus, man. What, what about Jeannie Bus? Jeannie Bus still got that cool little ladies figure on her, man. Can't imagine that money because she got millions. She got can't, millions. Can't imagine. Can't imagine. Would you marry her right now? Baby, just give me a million every Monday. <laughs> You'll marry her? <laughs> marry her? Why well, suck the fart out of her ass? <laughs> and she she keep herself up, though. That's what I'm saying. Still the got her legs. legs. Yeah, Look like she probably work out a little bit. She probably do. I mean, her daddy was a freak, so she got to have some freakness about her. He left for all the money. He left for the team. She she got multi multi millions of dollars. Oh, Jeannie, if you're watching this, I will marry you right now. You will have to cook, clean, nothing. You will get breakfast in the morning. You know what I mean? I'll do that for you, man. Oh, anybody got millions? I know how to fall in love real quick. I can fall in love right now, man. 
Jeannie Busto. I'll be telling her how to run the Lakers like Phil Jackson used to do. Mm, yeah. Make sure she get her pedicures. Trying to see what y'all saying. Somebody said, I know Jamal Wilkes hit that. Ah, oh, that's not Jamal. Somebody, somebody said, you would stroke Jeannie Bus in your mother's garage. <laughs> Damn right. She'll be a pocket hood. You know what I mean? Two pretty Kenny Water freaks of Vegas at. I got them. You get over me. You need some freaks coming to Vegas. It's a million of them out here. You know what I mean? But, but bring some money. So this is what I just figured out. Like, I'll be all up on my computer, right? Right there at the desk. And I can't read your comments. But now I'm six feet away from the computer, and I can see everything y'all write. I see Earl Campbell, the Jamal Wilkes shit. I see everything from way back here. So I'm going to have to start getting away from the computer from now on. Wow, that's amazing, though. You could do that. You could see that far. You know, that's good, though, Kevin. man. You know what I mean? Oh, shout out. Shout out to my little cousin. Y'all met my little cousin. She told me missing her name. Shout out to Tracy, a.k.a. Jab. You know, and she, she ought to come back. Huh? Yeah. Uh, she's watching. Jazz just heard Kev Mack. He said, uh, you got to come back. So next time I come, it was the next few days, we break it. We breaking Jazz back. Her nickname is Jazz. You know what I mean? So she's known as Jazz. So uh, she will be back on the show. Uh, in a couple of days, promise you. That's a promise. Megalicious, they say I'm farsighted. Megalicious, what do you know about Boulder Highway? Don't let me find out you've been pounding the pavement on Boulder Highway over there by Motel Six. Oh, uh, Megalicious, so you out here in Vegas? Is that correct? She probably been through, burnt the town up, and went up. Megalicious, where you where you at? You in Vegas or where? Too pretty Kenny says stop through. Yes. KM, when is the next interview? Um, pretty soon. I got one lined up this Wednesday. And then the other one's on standby, he said probably within two weeks. So unless they flake, they'll be coming soon. If not, I don't plan on going back to LA this month. Period. I do not see myself going to LA this month. But you know, things change. Times, who knows? But I don't plan on it. Really, I'm burnt out on this travel. You know, you may have missed it, but the last time I went to LA, I got one interview and I was expecting six interviews. So that kind of just took everything out of me. Whatever I had left in me for the year, that just took all the wind out of me. And it's like, for what? Like, I got the same Mackeys and Maniacs to donate all the time. The same people that come to my live streams all the time are the same people keep donating. And it's like the ones that's asking about this interview and that interview and why you won't give us game on this and give us game on that, then the niggas ain't dropping 10 cents. So it's like, nigga, how is you pressing me? How are you putting pressure on me? And you ain't even a supporter. You a motherfucker like the man on the corner with his hand out. Like, nigga, I'm just here, so give me something. No, nigga, make it a fair exchange. I'm bringing you what you want, nigga. Help the cause. I'm bringing this content for y'all more than I'm bringing it for myself. And that's just real talk. Then you got Melly Mel to be helping me. Melly Mel is like 100% on board. And Melly Mel don't get a dime. He don't ask for a dime. 
So that's when it's genuine, and that's when it's it, it's from the heart, and it's a it's a passion. You know what I'm saying? We like chopping it up about this type of shit. Even when we ain't on camera, we just chopping it up with some shit. Me, Frog, Too Pretty Kenny, Jimmy Lavender, Lil Caesar, uh, Cuse especially, and a gang of other people that are in the interview. We really be chopping it up. Me and Monster Cody used to chop it up all the time through emails, not necessarily on the phone. Then we talked on the phone a few times. Back in the day, people told me everything in Monster's book was a lie. They told me all Monster do is lie. His shit ain't real. Well, after doing all my research and talking to all the parties involved, Monster shit is like damn near as factual as you're going to find other than one or two incidents in the whole book. So I can't hold that against dude. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to sell a book. And for all those that were saying he was lying about shit, I come to find you're just a hater. You don't like dude. You hate dude. You twist up his words. And then you come to find out you didn't even read the whole book. You're just going out with somebody else told you who don't know their ABDs like Slick said, and can't comprehend what they read. And that's why I was telling you guys about you can get educated online, get your comprehension skills up. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. You wrote this book not as a retired gang member and not when these wars were over. You wrote this book when everything was cracking full-fledged. You didn't have any reservations doing that at that time? No, because what you got to understand about monster and what people feel to understand is two things. First page you open up when you open up my book is that it says this is a work of nonfiction. Some of the names have been changed to protect the guilty. And that's true. The second thing you have to understand is I wrote that book in 1993. I was talking about shit that happened 20 years before that when I was recruited. And then before that, before I was recruited, everything I talked about had been cleansed, sent to a lawyer. That's why it's been no prosecutions. My book is the only book, probably out of 15, that has never been no prosecutions. Never been nobody called to court. Never been none of my homies that got caught up because of my book and it was the main thing, or it was the thing. None, nowhere. Too pretty. Now, I agree with you 100%. Because um, something was in Monster Cody's book, they thought he was lying. He's talking about they chopped off the arm, right? The cat arm. And then I seen on YouTube where the cat, that arm that Monster Cody, Chopper really was true because his mother said it was true. And that coach that showed that Monster Cody tell the truth when they cut the dude's arm off and stuff like that. And the mother said, Yeah, he did it. Not Monster Cody mama, but the victim mama say they cut my baby arm off. So actually, bro, actually, when I say one or two things that didn't happen in the book, that's one that I believe it never happened. Now, that did happen because I've seen the, the family of it did happen. But they don't have to come on and say, the lady didn't have to come on uh, YouTube and say that Master Cody did. He, he, she say, they questioned her about that, said, that is true. She started crying. She said, they cut his arm off. You want, you want this? This is the good part about us kicking it, uh -huh. right? That was my homegirl that said that, that did that video. Okay. Now, before Alonzo did that video, or maybe he did the video and didn't tell me, but uh -huh. he asked me about it. I said, man, it ain't real. That's the homegirl. I don't know why she would, you know, what she going to say to you, but it didn't happen. Well, when the homegirl did the video, the video came out with 
Alonzo on street TV. I'm like, wow, the homegirl really did that? So I took the video and posted it on my Facebook. And when I posted the video on my Facebook, well, all, all kind of homies that I didn't even know was following me, that I didn't even know was internet savvy, started commenting. Okay. So people were dissing her. Then you have some homies that backed up, backed her up, because they like, this is the homie, don't disrespect her. And you know, she's a she's a lifelong drug addict. No. Leave her alone, don't do her like that. And then she came on my page. Okay. And she did a thousand percent apology. And said and said that she was having mental problems. She'd been on drugs all her life. She was homeless. She was smoked out and was carrying around a newspaper article and didn't know the whole time that it wasn't the homie and <laughs> it didn't happen, bro. Oh So if, oh, monster them, if so, so if monster them cut her arm off, okay, that's monster's story. Monster, you know, that's monster's story. He's right. sticking to his story. Me and nobody else been able to prove that an incident like that ever happened. Oh, uh, she had me fooled on that. That's why that's I say, when she started crying. That's why I say in my phone interview, I told monster, I never seen a 60 with one arm or no arm. I never seen a 60 with no arm. Right. Are you yeah. heard about it? You damn right, I would have heard about yeah, it because I didn't talk it. to every damn so everybody would talk about all oh, a trade cut off home, beat on cuz on. And so, if y'all didn't hear about it, I don't know. I'm not calling Monster Cody no lie, and I'm not either. That's why I said that's Monster's story, and right. you're sticking to, sticking it. to it. I'm sticking to my story as an investigatory uh, journalist. Gotcha, okay. And like Monster say, if it did happen. Let that be because you don't want them to open up no cases. But I don't think they could go back 40 years and arrest you for cutting a nigga arm off. They should have known about that a long time ago. Right. Damn, okay. And that is sound kind of weird. To, if the road of 60s ain't heard about it, then it's a big question about that because if one of my homeboys got his arm cut off by somebody else, we don't know about it. You know what I mean? One more. We got, we got to clear it up, buddy. Cutting off arms. Arm cutting. Okay, now listen, now listen, now listen, now listen, listen. Now that, homegirl got a hat right. She got a hat wrong. And that's all I'm saying. I never, I never spoke about it on an interview. I wouldn't even took nowhere near YouTube like she did. But she, she, she just got her facts mixed up. She, but, but here's the thing. That dude was nobody like, at that time, I was, I just got over being not nobody. You feel me? <laughs> so it wouldn't even matter who he was. He, he was young. He was younger than me, and I was thinking I'm fighting. My code, I give all the respect in the world. But I know one thing is one of my homeboys got done up. We definitely gonna know everyone. We're gonna talk about it. You know what I mean? For years. Even a nigga from another hood, right? A nigga from Campanella Park or, or Fruittown Piru would have heard about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because one thing's for for sure, two things are for certain. The streets talk. Right. So anything happened in my hood, somebody in my hood got cousins from this hood and that hood and everything else. You know what I'm saying? And share the stories. The story would have came out. That's right. I agree with you 100% on that. You know what I mean? Like so, he said, the streets talk. 
You definitely would have heard about it, but again, that's his story. And the pen. Pen get the information for the police, you know what I mean? But you know what I do got? I do got Monster Cody saying that uh, maybe it was an up-and-coming 60 or wannabe 60, and they just thought he was a 60. That could be the reason why we never heard about it. Wow. Well, if it did happen, that's exactly what it was. Cause dude was not from sixties. Right, y'all would never heard about it. We would all heard about. It. We would still know the nigga right now. Right. We got homies in wheelchairs, and right now they still around. And if he was up and coming, whoever he who put him on would have told everybody. Look at it, did my little homie, right? Now what I'm saying, you know, we got niggas that had bullets in their head where they got put to sleep and. Hands cut open and fixed. Niggas' eyes blown out. <laughs> Niggas' yeah. mouth, teeth blown out. And they still around. Niggas shot in the neck, the temple. And they still around. We got blind homies, crippled homies. And they still around to tell the story. Right. In my book, I said we went to a blood party, right? So when we was coming in the driveway, all the bloods, they looking. So they stopped the music. So they're talking shit to us, right? It must have been like this four or five of us. So... This one dude was in the front talking gang of shit. And ain't no crabs coming up in there. Fuck that shit. So my homeboy put off the gun. And my homie hit him. So you talk too much, cuz. And open up your mouth. The dude opened his mouth. He put the gun in his mouth and hit him. Boom. And we turned around. We didn't run or not. We just walked away. Going to the next part. We stopped at the lick store. Got some eight bottles. We were drinking back then. And went on to the next part like it was a thing to do. But it's like I said, stuff like that happened. So. That shit spread it, you know, uh, but, you know, homework getting hit. They go, oh, the Crips came, shot blah, blah, in the mouth, stuff like that. Just spread it through all the blood gangs and stuff like that, right? That's what I'm saying, you know what I mean? That shit like that happens all the time. You're going to know when shit like that jump off. You feel what I'm saying? You know you can always check out the original videos on KMAC videos on YouTube. You can catch the live streams on YouTube at KM Video Live Streams. And you can always donate, cash app, KMAC Videos. That's a dollar sign, KMAC Videos. Or you can hit my PayPal, paypal.me slash Publications. That's to preserve the history, the content, and all the creative things that I bring you. Thanks for your support.